They are Maggie. They are Sean. And Sean, I'm so fucking sorry, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. I've done you dirty like that. I did us all dirty. (laughs) This is the second try at this. This is take two. After like a half hour of a decent show. I lost all of my audio. Because my computer was not plugged in all the way. And this is the Bob Snobs. We're Bob Snobs, and we're so sorry. Mostly me. I'm so sorry. (laughs) And I do have a question for you. Yeah. Now that your computer is completely plugged (laughs) in. I deserve it. And your mic is on. Just just say it. Are you ready, kid? (laughs) Aye, aye, Captain. All right. Okay. Then let's do this. I deserve that one. You do. Yeah. I should mention for the second time to us, and this is the first time <laughs> to you, that me and Sean are in the first room record, are in the same room. <laughs> you want to try that sentence again? Sean and I are recording in the same room for the first time ever. For once, I can see your face. I can see your face. In real life, instead of through my camera. Through the digital, my screen. the digital space, as I like to call it. Yeah. The series of tubes. Through the digi zone. Yep. The digi zone. <laughs> the digi zone. <laughs> the, the, I go to the digi zone with my Digimons. <laughs> I don't know any other words that have a prefix of digi, so I'm going to... Um, it's the first time I'm not distracted by my picture in the corner. True. It's very distracting. Trying to make sure I don't have pimples. I'm not looking at the big picture of you. I'm looking at that little picture of me. I hope you know that. Oh, I'm doing the same yeah, thing. Okay. I'm absolutely not paying attention Perfect. to you. I'm paying attention to now myself. Now I only in the have you to pay attention to, and yeah, I don't same. like it. I'm just gonna hang up a smaller mirror next to you so I can look at myself. I'll do the same. Perfect. Thing. Just like in, just like in the digi space. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. It's like the same as always. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, speaking of alternate spaces, we watched Doodle Dimension and Frankendoodle today. Mm-hmm. This is my first time seeing Doodle Dimension, but Frankendoodle. <laughs> my stomach made a weird and long noise. <laughs> oh, I was like, you paused for such a long no, time. I just ate way too much Chinese food, so I thought my stomach just needed like a minute to let that out of its system. But yeah. It had something to say. It had something to say, indeed. This was also my first time of seeing Doodle Dimension, and both these episodes were good, but very weird. Definitely had a like very boomerang cartoon very prop comedy yeah you know like you know violent humor you know laugh sketch it was very whimsical mm-hmm. there were anvils were dropped upon heads and you know characters were sort of folded accordion style for a second yes on the next yes scene it was fun it was very violent it's very violent. It's a horror show, really. <laughs> when you think about it. Um, so we first watched Frank and Doodle, which is the OG, the OG Doodle Bob, the the OG Doodle Bob, yeah. And we open 
on a real human man, Mr. Humanman. Mr. Artist Humanman. Mr. Artist Humanman. He is on a like a little dinghy boat, like smack in the middle of the ocean. Like there is no land in sight. He is just and out. And keeping in that in mind, he's to me he's being very brave because he's just got like this life jacket on, and he's like standing in the middle you of the dinghy. Gotta have basic safety. You gotta show kids, even if you're on a dinghy, boat safety in the middle of the harsh cold unforgiving ocean you've got to have your life jacket it's so important it's so important but he's just like going to town really just trying to do a pencil drawing on this yeah he's got this number two pencil and he's just attacking the paper with it but and like he's standing up like rocking the boat and i'm like don't rock the boat don't rock the boat baby don't tip the boat over I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's just him, this pencil, and this easel. Yes. And this life jacket. Yes. In one sort of like passionate strike of the pencil, he like tosses it into yeah. the ocean. With a flourish, it slips from his fingers into the unforgiving waters. And he sort of like half looks for it, like paddles into the water just a little bit. Yeah. It's very sad. It's a pathetic sight indeed. Mm-hmm. And then our narrator says, the first lesson. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the first lesson of the ocean always bring a spare pencil. Which you think he would have had, like, spare supplies. He did not. I mean... He hadn't learned the first lesson yet, so of course he didn't. I mean, I guess. But... I mean, if he's out in the middle of the ocean, you'd think he would keep a bunch of supplies on him, like like several spare supplies of everything. This guy is a novice, clearly. Obviously. He didn't even bring a spare pencil. I mean, pencils come in multiple packs. You don't usually just get one pencil. So he had had to have left the other one behind. You think this man went to the store and bought some fresh pencils? No, he opened up his drunk drawer, took out the first pencil he saw, and headed for the unforgiving ocean. That's how you do it. This, he was obviously struck with some sort of strange passion. Yeah. Logical thought had left him. He just had to create. Maybe he was possessed. Possessed by art. So this pencil just like flies down into the ocean and just like gaining terminal velocity. And we cut to SpongeBob and Patrick. Bottom of ocean day (laughs) and they're playing rock paper scissors with bubbles they both play paper this pencil just slams through both of them yeah landing right between the two of them and both realizing that they're mortals (laughs) (laughs) and could have been impaled by this pencil very sudden realization they had or whatever this object flying down from the sky is yeah they run screaming yeah. like I would have too. True. If a, to be fair, if like a pencil fell from the clouds from heaven above, and it's like three times the size of you or me, and it nearly impaled us, dude. If a pencil just slammed through our your ceiling right now, in between the two of us, I'd be gone. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be gone out of your house. I'd be gone out of the city. You can't live here anymore. There's no way to go back. 
No. <laughs> We'd be gone. Yeah. We take the cats and run. He, true. But SpongeBob is braver than either of us, apparently, because yes. he touches the pencil, approaches it, and begins to draw. And he starts out with like this really cute little drawing of a, a, a jellyfish. Yeah, it's a jellyfish. And he asks Patrick, well, Patrick, what's your opinion of this jellyfish? And he's like, well, the construction is lacking, and your perspective leaves something to be desired. Because, <laughs> you know... He's such an art critic. He's so. a connoisseur, really. So fancy. So they're having this sort of argument, and then Patrick suddenly says, SpongeBob, your drawing is coming to life. And SpongeBob's like, that's more like it. Yeah. As it sits up and just... Yeah, it floats away. Know, floats away. Just like jellyfish do. Goes off, and we never see it again. Never. Just assuming it's living its strange life. Amongst jellyfish who will never accept him for who he really is. Maybe one will and starts a like a real fake jellyfish hybrid colony somewhere else. Yeah. We'll never know. We'll never know. We could do a spin-off series about this jellyfish. Maybe they'll re- maybe they'll see this episode and they'll remember this jellyfish and it'll be like an episode. Maybe. Okay, so Patrick requests a mustache, and the mustache is there for a second, drawn on his face, and then it flies away. Perhaps the jellyfish and the mustache meet each other, start a family of jellyfish mustache children. Of jellyfish with mustaches. That's too narrow-minded. Of mustaches with jellyfish tentacles. Yes! They are part jellyfish, part mustache. The mustache is not merely an accessory. It's part of who they are. I'm just trying to think of all the ways that, like, these children might turn out. A mustache with tentacles. Easy. But it doesn't immediately... A jellyfish, but instead of tentacles, it's just little mustaches. That's all the combinations I can think of. A mustache that can sting. Good. That's all I've got. You know how the jellyfish have those dots on them? Mm-hmm. They're all mustaches now. Very good. Thank you. Mm. A mustache where all of the individual hairs are tentacles. That's pretty much what a mustache is. Are you suggesting that hair is the same thing as tentacles? If you think about it. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I don't think that's right. <laughs> Despe- depends on what your perspective is. My perspective is that hair is made from a different substance than tentacles. Depends on what a tentacle. like. They're... You know, I don't know enough about jellyfish to continue this conversation. I don't so either. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not either. Okay. <laughs> Most importantly, what's its name? Well, Jelly Stash. That sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> that sounds like a Pokemon. Hey, hey, hey Nintendo, hit me up. Hit us Jelly up. Stash, I choose you. <laughs> Jelly Stash. Jelly Stash, use Shockwave. <laughs> I'm gonna die. You just killed me. 
hope you're happy. <laughs> I, I about said jelly snatchies wiggle, but that doesn't make any sense. Doesn't it, though? I suppose. <laughs> jelly stash, use what dance moves? Jelly stash, use existential <laughs> crimes against humanity. <laughs> <laughs> so, but before they can join before the mustache before they can, can join in an unholy union <laughs> uh the mustache floats over to squidward who is once again sulking about the fact that he does not have any hair yeah. and it just lands perfectly on top of his head in sort of a weird toupee monobrow situation yeah. and he's just he doesn't really question that like this toupee monobrow landed on his head yeah like from him from his perspective what is going on exactly <laughs> like does he think that it's a gift from it's the a gods. gift from the gods god sent a, like a full head of hair into his home or does he think that he just spontaneously grew all that hair god answered his prayers he doesn't really seem to question it he just sees the hair on his head and then he stands up and screams, Hair! Me. Like anyone would, yes. Me. Yeah, I know. You. Um, And so we go back to SpongeBob and Patrick so that Squidward can en- enjoy his hair in private. True. Um, To Patrick, who now wants to have a turn with the pencil. And SpongeBob is like, oh, well, you have to treat... I can't just give you the pencils. Each drawing must... Is Each drawing like is like a, a child to me. It must be treated as such. That's what he said. <laughs> mm, yes. Yeah. And Patrick's like, oh, I just want to draw a cartoon. And Spongebob's like, okay. Yeah. Irony. And I was like, well, why did you just give this, you know, beautiful, like this little speech? Because cartoons aren't real art. Cartoons are fake art. And so Patrick draws this, like, Similar jellyfish-looking thing, but with, like, Squidward's nose and similar to Squidward's eyes. Yeah. And then it has this curled-up, angry-looking fist-tentacle thing. It shakes its fist to the world. And this goes like... Exactly like that, yes. Mm-hmm. Very good. Thank you. And they are immediately just disgusted by it. Yeah. So... Patrick, having no issues with destroying the things he's disgusted by, erases it. Yeah, even though it's its own creation. Imagine a mother giving birth, looking at the child and being like, no, not today. (laughs) Just gonna... And that's how we realize that they know how to just get rid of everything. They have no attachment to their own creation. (laughs) It is not like their own child. <laughs> and so Spongebob decides to pull a prank with their pencil. Draws a dollar bill outside of Squidward's house. Tricks Squidward into falling flat on his face by pulling it with a string that he also drew. Because Squidward is like now having gotten his full head oh, of yeah. hair is has decided to match his new looks with a new wardrobe. Yeah, it's dressed to the nines. Yeah, full full tuxedo with cummerbund and monocle. Perfect. 
just looking like I'd, some sort of rich gentleman. What? I'd hit that. Okay. <laughs> so we learn more about your sexuality. <laughs> Can't say that I would still. Fair. It's a very specific type. Yeah, it's not mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and he's like, oh, somebody left me money for a perm. Yeah. It's like he hasn't been outside to show the world his newfound hair. So he just assumed that by osmosis, people would know. I mean, maybe he had to go pick up that suit. Maybe. So maybe people did know. Which would be almost more sad because people would then ask him what happened to his what hair. What happened to your beautiful hair, Squidward? You were showing it off all over town, Squidward. What happened, Squidward? <laughs> Squidward. Squidward. And so he falls flat on his face and heads back inside to mourn because as soon as he falls, the hair, I guess, gets scared. Yeah. And flies <laughs> off to go join its mate. <laughs> It's As we've decided to join in an unholy union. Yes. And after just giggling and laughing and enjoying the sight, SpongeBob gets a new They're idea. They're really maliciously just enjoying Squidward's suffering. Mm-hmm. He is not a good sport about this joke. He's lost one of his most precious possessions. And they just don't care. I mean, this is the thing that he's wanted for so long. I know. And so SpongeBob begins drawing, and we, when we finally see it, it is a really poorly drawn, something, something probably closer to what I could draw <laughs> than what you could draw, <laughs> a drawing of SpongeBob. And it is not at all capable of speaking any language that... No, it just sort of goes ba ba. It's like sounds like a baby, really. Yeah. So they send Doodle Bob to Squidward's front door for a prank somehow. Squidward answers the door, and Doodle Bob proceeds to beat the ever loving shit out of Squidward. <laughs> just like grabs him by the legs and like throws him like a sack of potatoes back and forth. Yeah, essentially. And SpongeBob, this was not SpongeBob's intention. He's a bit horrified. But Patrick is just eating this shit up. He loves it. That's because Patrick, I feel like, would love, you know, Anvil dropped on characters for humor, that sort of thing. Yeah. I don't know. Or he's evil. Or Patrick could be an evil mastermind. I never said mastermind. He's just just an evil simple mind. Evil simple mind. That's Patrick. I mean, but sometimes you get the things like art critic. So let's just leave the intelligence out of this. He's just evil. Patrick could just be evil. He could just be evil. We never. We just don't know. I think he probably is. He doesn't do many good things. The evil things that he does far outweigh the good. That is. That is true. Yeah. Remember that episode where his parents came into town and he made SpongeBob look like a dummy? Yeah. Just so he can make himself look better. Evil. Yes, I do. Evil. Yeah, that was definitely That was like that made me the most mad out of anything I've ever seen on TV. <laughs> yeah, most thinking back, most things that Patrick does d- yeah, does or 
not cool. Yeah. Not, not great. Not great. Not a good one. Not a good look, Patrick. Um, but they don't really stop Doodle Bob. Like, they just sort of say, no, Doodle Bob, stop. But they don't really, like, intervene in any way. <laughs> so they just allow Doodle Bob to beat the shit out of Squidward until he's bored with it, I guess. I guess. I guess. <laughs> um, and then Doodle Bob seizes the pencil, seizes the tool of creation, and makes off with it. Mm-hmm. And they are just left there Yeah. to just sort of take in what their creations have done. Yeah, and so they look for him, and they find that he's drawn himself a pineapple house, which was sort of interesting that he would try to imitate SpongeBob's life rather than create his own sort of... I mean, he is SpongeBob at the basic sense. That's a wild thought. I mean, he looks like SpongeBob, but do they have any relation to one another? I mean, if he takes on the artist's intentions when he was created, then he was supposed to be SpongeBob. Did you take on your artist's intentions when you were created? I don't know who my artist was. That takes up the topic of spirituality, and that's a topic that I don't know. Oh, I was going to say your mom and dad. I don't know what their intention was to see if they could even have kids. So I guess. Oh yeah, you're the oldest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're the trial run. Yeah, I am the trial <laughs> run still. Yeah, true. <laughs> so I suppose. I suppose, yeah. But yeah, he's doing his best to imitate SpongeBob, it would seem, with a crudely drawn pineapple. So I'm just I I w- when I saw this I assumed he just saw SpongeBob saw his home and was like so this is what a home is I'll draw something similar. But, but he also saw Squidward's home. This is true. So, and I he could know. have also seen Patrick's home because so they're right next to each other. He must be aware that he is a copy of SpongeBob, and so he's trying to become SpongeBob. Because we have this line toward the end during the final showdown. Me, Spongebob, you, Doodle. Yeah. Sorry to take that from you. No, I couldn't think of it, so thank you. <laughs> um, and so they run, try to run up to the house to, I don't know, take siege over him. Yeah. And then Doodle Bob like, draws a pit in the ground that they fall into. And he like draws an anvil that falls no, on Patrick's head. it was a wrench. It was a wrench, yeah. He draws a wrench that falls on Patrick's head. Patrick does like this like prop comedy joke of, you know, where's the leak, ma'am? Yeah. And then they drop. No, he rolls a bowling ball. Doodle Bob rolls a bowling ball at Patrick's head. Who turns into bowling, a bowling pin. Yeah. And and then there's a, there's a, a little strike. Yeah, there's a sight gag in the top corner of the scene where like he made a strike. There's a lot of uh, sight gags and prop comedy. Yeah, I, definitely. I really appreciated that because that's my. Yeah. Those are two of my favorite kinds. Yeah, it's cool. Patrick's like, well, can't we just just leave him? Mm, yeah. Because <laughs> Patrick's really taking the brunt of the damage on this. It's true. <laughs> and P- SpongeBob's like, no, we're, we're responsible for him. Yeah. And so they track him down and they see him just sort of like playing with the pencil like it's a toy sword, really. Yeah, he's like, it's almost like it's a lance and he's like, 
you know, running back yeah, and forth. He's LARPing. He's LARPing he's out LARPing. the field by himself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Imagine LARPing by yourself. That's just playing pretend really sadly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Now I feel really bad for Doodle Bob. <laughs> I feel a little bad for Doodle Bob. Yeah. So their plan is to sneak up on him and take the pencil back. But then he just sort of, like, forces his way through their hiding spot. Like, they're hiding behind a rock, and he just makes a square-shaped hole that he walks through. He just slams through it. Yeah. He grabs SpongeBob and just sort of throws him Yeah, it's out. not a good look. So it's just, like, a one-on-one. SpongeBob rests the pencil from doodle bob's grasp and just starts erasing him it's like pretty violent actually (laughs) yeah just like screaming violent like this would more be a murder of passion than a planned murder if it was going to be prosecuted definitely because he's just like closing his eyes even and screaming take this take this take this (laughs) and like and if he hadn't closed his eyes he would have seen that he missed the hand true so he's erasing every part of him but like if you just sort of like think of like the equivalent would be someone attacking someone with a knife if someone was attacking someone with a knife that many times holy shit (laughs) But this is also a doodle. I know. You've got to erase all of them. But just like looking at it, like you're like the, the like, I was going to say the cinematography. The cinematography of the SpongeBob episode. Yeah. No, the camera angle is like from Doodle Bob's perspective, mm-hmm. looking at SpongeBob as he slashes repeatedly. Mm-hmm. So watching this as like a baby is like, oh my God, SpongeBob's attacking me. Mm-hmm. I'm being murdered by Spongebob. Because it's like forcing you into the perspective of Doodle Bob mm-hmm. being murdered. Yeah. So pretty rough. Pretty rough. And, <laughs> you know, he's just like, ah. Yeah, that's how he And starts. I am Spongebob. Destroyer, Destroyer of, of evil. evil. It was pretty good. And Patrick's like, okay, tone it down. Yeah. And then they you, just... you kill the drawing. You like erase the drawing. Yeah. Chill. Yeah, like, he yeah. chills. Yeah. You know, let's go get some coffee. Yeah. We good. <laughs> we good. Um, and then, you know, flashback. Mr. Passionate left the hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We go to his house that night. Yeah. He's getting ready for bed and he has drawn himself many fanciful curtains and canopies. And he drew Gary like a little crown. Since his Gary is his sweet prince. His sweet prince. Just like Minnie is my sweet prince. And he tucks himself in with his magic pencil. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I guess not. Like, you can sleep with a teddy bear. He's just sleeping. Or, like, even sleep with, like, a knife under your pillow. It's sort of the equivalent of that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Sleep with a teddy bear who's holding a knife. Sleep with a teddy bear who has a knife, in, like, hidden in the back. Yes, a teddy bear that is also a knife. Yeah, yes. a teddy knife. Perfect. Um, And we see this hand just sort of, you know, creep in, mm-hmm. slowly turning on the lights in every part of the house because yeah. it's not eco-friendly. And it apparently went to the bathroom at some point because we hear a toilet, fr- toilet flush as it works its way up the stairs. Yeah. Which, like, how? 
I don't want to think how. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> and up to the up to his bedroom where he steals the pencil and SpongeBob wakes up cuz he can hear the scribbles. Yeah. And oh, and he says, "Oh, are you magic pencil? Are you drawing yourself a glass of water?" Ha 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 ha. And you just see Doodle Bob. And he's like, "Oh, <laughs> no, no hard, hard feelings. <laughs> and then he, uh, Doodle Bob draws like angry eyebrows on himself. Which is very good. Very good. And also raw as fuck. Yes. <laughs> I think it's also when the says the line, you, uh, you, you doodle me, spun me, SpongeBob. Yeah. Yeah. He like pins him down and SpongeBob is like, no, it's just me, SpongeBob or something. I don't actually know. Yeah. <laughs> And then SpongeBob gets out of the way as he erases SpongeBob's pillow down the center. And we see that real things can get erased. Yeah. And so there's like, you know, a chase scene. Yeah. And he erases like the an entire like. Floor of the house, basically. Like a fourth of the floor. Yeah. Enough to probably cause some structural instability if it's not put back. At, at some least point. some plumbing issues. Oh yeah, electrical that sort of thing. And he like erases half of SpongeBob nose, uh, SpongeBob's nose, and he hides in the kitchen. Yeah, closes the door behind him. Is hiding against the door. And he erases the door, SpongeBob's pants, and we can see SpongeBob's individual ass cheeks. Yeah. So he so, erases his ass crack. Which you brought up a horrible <laughs> question for me. Which is... How does how, he shit? Yeah. How does he shit? He shits no more. He shits no more. Unless he thought about that and had to draw back. Maybe. Because there's a point where Doodle Bob is like attacking him like with the eraser. And he erases various parts of his body. And mm -hmm. then SpongeBob gets the pencil back and redraws himself. So yeah. I'm just going to assume that he also drew himself a butt crack. <laughs> yeah. He had to think about everything that's been erased in that point. And yeah. on that list is butt his crack. butt crack. Yeah. We get to the main, you know, final showdown in the um, living room. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> um. Yeah, I was just remembering the Starbucks. Yeah, uh, I was remembering it too. <laughs> um, they are fighting over the pencil, and it just snaps in half. Yeah. So at first, it's like SpongeBob has the pointed end, and DoodleBob has the eraser. He's like, "Oh, well, I think this we... is a draw." Yeah. <laughs> and then DoodleBob turns his mouth into a pencil sharpener, it's like a fucking piranha which is... mouth terrifying a terror to behold indeed because at any point he could do that and then shove uh, any of them into his mouth yeah <laughs> and just kill them yes if we wanted to go a more saw direction yeah not great and um, but now he has an entire pencil yeah and spongebob's got nothing pretty much oh yeah because he accidentally flings the pencil out the window <laughs> <laughs> he like bends the pencil a little bit and he's like oh i was most voted most creative in high school and then flings the pencil and this is when we hear back from squidward because he's like yeah. 
confirmation that he's not dead. Yeah. It hits him on the head because you hear a bonking noise. Yeah. He's like, you're going to pay for that. Yeah. Um, he's like, oh, well, maybe it was most clumsy. Yeah. Um, which I recreated that scene with a Starbucks yeah. straw. I gave Sean their straw. And the window was open right next to them. <laughs> and the drink was taking a bit longer. You had to order the cookie crumbles, didn't you, Sean? I couldn't remember the name of my usual drink. And I panicked. <laughs> Fair. The menu was very tiny looking on the outside. It was. Um, And so... um, He hides himself into the tiny corner of his bookshelf... And all these papers fall down and scatter. And as Doodle Bob's advancing on him, he steps into a piece of paper and, like, it sucks him in. Yeah. Like, he steps on the piece of paper and he, like, becomes flat. He kept trying to shake it off and SpongeBob realized he grabbed... And so he grabbed a book above him, which I guess was just an empty notebook. I guess. <laughs> it's kind of weird to have on your shelf. And he sneaks up behind him. And slams uh, Doodle Bob inside of the notebook. Yeah. And then we cut to, like, a close-up of the picture of Doodle Bob. And his, like, frowny face turns into a smile. That's really cute. <laughs> Which is very contradictory to the the next episode. Very much so, yes. <laughs> he, We see him pinning up Doodle Bob next to... A bunch of pictures of himself. Yeah, there's just like a portrait of SpongeBob, and there's like a portrait of Patrick too, and they're just standing there, like they're not like in front doing of anything. They're not doing anything. They're just standing there, like posing for the picture. And so Patrick comes in. And he's like, look, he walks in and he points at the wall and he goes, "It's Doodle Bob." Yeah, SpongeBob is like, he's where he belongs now. He's happy here. Then Patrick sort of points is like pointedly looking at the picture of actual SpongeBob. He goes, I don't know. It's still pretty creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Then they decide that the pencil is too powerful and they must return it from whence it came. So they set up this elaborate as fuck contraption to (laughs) return the pencil. It was a diving board. Like the idea behind it was elaborate. Like they put the pencil in Patrick's mouth, and then <laughs> SpongeBob climbed the diving board, and like, why did they? Did they like? Why did they think that was going to work? Either, too? Well, it did. So, <laughs> yeah. So SpongeBob dives off of the diving board onto Patrick's stomach, which, how? I don't know. I've had my siblings like jump onto my stomach. <laughs> it hurts. Yeah, bad. But this somehow projects the pencil to the ocean surface and it rockets up back into the boat and we go back to the narrator who says the artist is now in a creative block (laughs) and he's like curled up on the floor of his boat crying in the fetal position like the same yeah (laughs) i I felt it on an emotional level (laughs) yeah and the pencil comes up hits him in the face and he's like my pencil yeah he was so happy and he just sees this you know soaking wet taped up pencil doesn't question the tape no it's and from just God. walks up to this blank canvas barely you know presses it up against the paper fucking breaks it yeah snaps it which my first thing to do would be 
untaped the pencil to see what what's what's up with that. I would just assume it was broken. <laughs> Why did it come out of the ocean? Why is it taped? <laughs> Too many, many questions. questions. Just I'd art. Have many questions. Just art. No questions. And so he also didn't bring a pencil sharpener, so yeah. he screams no again. Yeah, the narrator's like, the second lesson is always bring a pencil sharpener. <laughs> That's pretty good. Huh. So, Maggie. Sean. Out, how many magic pencils would you rate this episode? I mean, I really enjoy it just from the craziness of it all mm-hmm. but like the plot itself is like <laughs> we're lacking a little lacking bit. a little i mean it's cute it's fun it's silly mm-hmm. but like the actual content of the episode is like they get hurt a lot <laughs> i mean if that's what they're going for then they did a great job at it i but... think that's probably what they were going for um I'm going to give it a six, probably. Six magic pencils. Yeah. I was bouncing between six and seven. Yeah. I'm thinking six is right for me. I'll give it a 6.5. Fair. I'll give it a half a broken pencil. I didn't take the one pencil. <laughs> and sharpen it with your horror show of a mouth. Yeah. I open my mouth. It turns into razor blades yes. that spin. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, so next episode we watched was called Doodle Dimension, which is a weird one. <laughs> yeah. He thought dude he thought Frank and Doodle was weird. This is a really weird one. <laughs> we didn't even know about this one. I know, we had to Google it because we were trying to find a good episode to pair this with and this just popped up. Yeah. And it was perfect. It was it was perfect, but it was Honestly a little terrifying. Oh yeah, definitely. So we open in, tra- in <laughs> we open in Sandy's tree dome, and her like hamster wheel has been converted into a swirling vortex. Mm-hmm. And she says, "I have this portal to visit other dimensions, but mostly I use it to travel to Texas to get some barbecued nuts." <laughs> and she reaches in, and once again we see live action a, man. Yeah, live action man. Who's just sitting there enjoying he's, a... He's like sitting on a rocking chair out on his like, I don't know, ranch? What do you call it, a ranch? I guess, yeah, a ranch, a porch. The porch of his ranch. In like this dusty nowhere, eating He's got a some fucking peanuts. huge bowl of peanuts. Yeah. She grabs it and disappears. And he and goes, like, Dag, damn it, that nut-stealing arm is back again. Which, how often does she do this? Apparently, often enough to have a reputation. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and so they start immediately touching buttons. Yeah, SpongeBob and Patrick do. And Sandy and- says, don't do that. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that. Um, but then she leaves to get some supplies and SpongeBob and Patrick are just like, so well, don't should... press this button, and they press a button, or this button, and they just press a bunch of buttons. And you should definitely not touch it like this. And he touches it with his, you know, with his foot, and then he let and me it take sucks you sucks back out of the screen. Let me take you to the kink corner. Yes, because you see, come with in me. Each come with me to the kink corner. 
Take a stroll. Take your time. Enjoy the scenery as we stroll to the kink corner. I never willingly walk over to the kink corner. Sometimes the kink corner walks to you. <laughs> I was shoved into the kink corner when I saw each... Nobody puts indi- baby in the kink corner. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Because I saw each individual... Harry toe Harry toe yes yeah, spongebob spongebob's foot that spongebob decides to press the buttons with of all of his, his well digits. manicured toes yeah so he at first he's just touching it with like his feet that are like socked and shooed but then he removes his feet for dark purposes because you can touch more buttons if you have many toes. Yeah. So he's just stretching his toes to the various buttons. It's very detailed and I didn't like to look at it. Yeah, like they put like you could see the hairs on like his main foot. You could see the hair on the toes. It's not good. You could see like the nail. And then Patrick presses buttons as well, but he doesn't have toes. So he, like, uses his butt, and he, like, presses them with his individual butt cheeks. Yeah. Like, you can see for several frames, you can see each individual cheek moving. Yeah, and this occurs a couple more times in the episode, just with the individual cheek movement. Yeah. The discreet cheek movement. (laughs) Like, a strange twerking motion. Yeah. I mean, like, props. That takes talent. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I hated it. Yeah. And now we're out of the kink corner. Take a breath. You're going to need it. Take a breath of that fresh, foot-free air. And we're back. Okay. Okay. And so, they finally press a button that opens up a strange vortex. And as Danny comes back, she drops her supplies and screams, Oh no! You activated the vortex! And, of course, they immediately like, ooh, spinning, ooh, color. Yeah. Which I get, like, the purpose of having both Spongebob and Patrick be equally dumb. But usually, even when they are both equally dumb, Spongebob at least tries to be rational about things. He, like, tries to be, like, considerate at the very least. But no, she tells him not to go toward it, not to walk toward the vortex, so they go, can we skip toward the vortex? <laughs> they start skipping. Yeah. And then she calls them by their full names, mm-hmm. which makes them stop. And she's like, turn around. And walk. And they walk backwards into the vortex. They which stare drops- into the face of God and walk backwards into hell. <laughs> <laughs> Did they not? I mean, they did. They did. Um, and Sandy says, those two ain't no smarter than a circus peanut. <laughs> one single circus one single peanut circus shared peanut. between them. She has a lot of great lines in this episode, <laughs> clearly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we go through several, di- like some swirling colors. Yeah, and we see a couple of live action horses, which is always an unpleasant surprise to me. Don't like ho- don't like oh, looking at them. Don't you like, don't like horses. Don't like looking at them. I don't like their faces. It's because you got ho- called horse girl. <laughs> it didn't help. I'll tell you what. <laughs> um, 
we saw we fell into a live action iris at yeah. one point. Yeah, there's a lot of very quickly moving, just like just different dimensions. Yeah, different. Which I want to point out that this does imply that Texas exists in a separate dimension. Um, it's Texas, of course it does. You're right. I'm sorry for ever doubting that. <laughs> And so, eventually, we fall into this blank white space. Yeah, it reminds me of from SB125 when Squidward got stuck in the lost dimension. Yes. The alone dimension. The alone dimension. The alone dimension. And they are stuck in just that one frame. Yeah, it's just complete blank whiteness. Like a fresh piece of paper. Yeah. SpongeBob panics and starts running out of frame back in and just makes circles trying to move forward yeah but can't it's inescapable but then he finally finds that he can make scuff marks with his shoe that they skitter off yeah that come to life and for some reason he has a pencil shoved like a the same almost the same size pencil as the magic pencil and it's shoved the same pencil for some reason, he just had that pencil because it was like rendered the same way in a very realistic. Maybe he got it back because he was in the doodle dimension. I don't know. <laughs> Somehow you needed to create doodles in the doodle dimension. You needed some sort of creative source. I guess. Because otherwise it's just the alone dimension. It's true. But for some or whatever reason, he has a pencil now and he starts drawing shit with it. So what do they draw? They draw a boatmobile. They do? Yeah, because it runs over Patrick. Oh, okay. It does, yeah. And then Patrick says he's hungry, and Patrick draws them some Krabby Patties, but they eat them, and they taste like graphite, I guess, because they spit them out. Um, Yeah, and then he draws a door to his house, and so... Oh, no, they say... I miss real Krabby Patties. I miss Gary. I miss... It, be t- it must have been before then, because they draw all three of they their do. houses. Yeah. And they float away. So he has to draw the ground. Yeah. So it slams back down. Yeah. And then Patrick's like, oh, I'm hungry. And then they And eat. that happens. And so he says, well, I miss Krabby Patties. And SpongeBob says, I miss... Mr. Krabs. Mr. Krabs. Which, which, why? which why? 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 Why would you ever... He's terrible. He's not your friend. And <laughs> he, I mean, I'm sure Mr. Krabs misses you only because he's losing money. He misses his money. Um, then they just list various people that they miss, like Sandy, Gary, and Squidward. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then Patrick says, I miss SpongeBob, and he draws Doodle Bob. He summons Doodle Bob back into existence. Ether. Yeah. From hell. From hell, supposedly. And Doodle Bob immediately hugs Patrick as sort of like I guess that's pa- what Patrick wanted to happen. Mm-hmm. I can only assume. But Patrick like sucked Doodle Bob onto his skin. Yeah, like he's the paper almost. Mm-hmm. And Doodle Bob multiplies 
like yeah. fleas. I guess Doodlebob can do whatever he wants in this dimension. Like he's all powerful. He has so much more power. Yeah. Like, you're in his plane. <laughs> he is a god. <laughs> he is the god of this realm. <laughs> and so they start biting Patrick. Yeah, like fleas. And SpongeBob immediately draws a hose and blows a hole right through Patrick. Yeah. To try to help him. And the rest of the episode is just sort of a series of cartoon fight yeah. animations. Like, um, let's see, they draw the Squidward, uh, Mr. Krabs. And, and Gary. And Gary. And they were all, like, smiling. And... Yeah, and they go to attack Doodle Bob. Doodle Bob defeats them easily and just bowls them all over. And then he draws... Oh, at some point he got the, he got the. He stole the pencil, pencil back. Yeah. Um. So SpongeBob sharpened his shoe into a pencil. Yeah, which that makes sense. Sure. <laughs> You're in the doodle dimension. <laughs> Why not? But uh, Doodle Bob draws angry eyebrows and evil mustaches on all of them, which and frowns and frowns, and it turns them evil. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so they come for blood. Yeah. What is it? It's like that. Um, it's like the he, Star Trek episode where they all one? where they all go to like a different dimension and they meet themselves, but it's like the evil version of themselves and they all have goatees. I don't know that I saw that one. It's so good. It sounds like it would be You've good. You've got to fucking watch it, man. Oh my gosh, we do. It's so good. Um, there was another one where after SpongeBob is... Doodlebob draws a coffin around behind spongebob shoves him into it and then uh, after drawing like an open grave shoves spongebob into it yeah pushes dirt over him and a little daisy yeah it's really cute <laughs> and then spongebob like shoots his hand through like a zombie reanimated um but this gives doodlebob just enough time to draw a rope around patrick yeah and, he- and drag him off to this grand castle that yeah and- i guess his minions have drawn for him yeah, that makes sense. And then SpongeBob draws himself like a suit of armor, and he says, "I am a spatula sword too." Yeah, and he says, "I'm SpongeBob, Knight of the Square Table." <laughs> but yeah, they do a bunch of different fights, and eventually they draw a balloon to take them away. You missed the other time where we saw Patrick's individual ass cheeks. Well, I didn't. I, I must have blocked that from my memory. <laughs> uh, I think it's when they they draw like a line as they're running away from the castle. Yeah, they basically make a wall that they can hide behind. Yeah, and Patrick comes out from behind the wall after they've all passed by, and he's like, he just taunts them. Yeah, you and know, shakes his butt. Yeah, the nana 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 sort of one. Yeah, that 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 taunt, which always works. It's always and, a stinger. And they immediately turn around. And that is when, you know, they draw the balloon yeah. to float up. Yeah, they float away. But then they attach onto them. And then somehow they start floating away on the balloon while SpongeBob and Patrick fall down. <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird, convoluted series of events. Um, the- it's It's got a very um, Scooby-Doo... Uh, monster chasing them like you know 
it's got that vibe. Do you know what a I mean? A little bit. Like when they're going through all the doors. <laughs> yeah, they're going through all the doors and sometimes they're, you know, riding on a unicycle. Yeah. And, you know, you know, they run into the monster and the monster's helping them make a sandwich and Yeah. <laughs> like this this had very much that vibe. I fucking love Scooby Doo. You just reminded me how good it is. <laughs> I want to watch Scooby-Doo. We should. Let's do a Scooby-Doo podcast. We should. We should. Okay. Um, and so they are safe for now, but they're still stuck in this horrible dimension. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, I wish Sandy was here. So they just draw Sandy. Yeah. <laughs> and she says a bunch of nonsense words like blah, 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 blah. And she... Vortex. Exactly. Takes the pencil and draws a vortex that's like square but spinning yeah <laughs> and they jump through the and this they jump through the vortex and get to the other side and then we cut to sandy working very hard with like a uh mortar cap yeah <laughs> like she's just graduated from another uh master's degree in order to prepare for this mm-hmm. and it sort of implies that doodle sandy is smarter than real sandy yeah she was able to figure that out in like two seconds whereas normal sandy was still struggling i mean but normal sandy's vortex can go to multiple dimensions but this vortex could just go home we don't know that could just exit the see but then that means doodle bob could exit into other dimensions which is terrifying yes he can exit into this dimension Ooh. No. <laughs> no. Then, if Dude Bob showed up at my door in the middle of the night, <laughs> I'd die. You just, like, you know how people used to die out of fright in, like, the 1600s? Yes. <laughs> That's what would happen. Because they had weak hearts. They had weak hearts. Yeah. Exactly. That'd be me. <laughs> yeah. I'm a 16th century heroine. I know. <laughs> okay. And so Sandy's like, how did you how did he get free? And they say, Sandy saved us. Which she's just puzzled by that. Yeah. Very... She doesn't get much of a chance to think about it, though. Yeah. Because she gets a tap on the shoulder from this very realistic hand. That... It says, give me back my nuts. <laughs> did that sound accurate? Did that sound yes. like him? Yes, it does. It sounds pretty good. Thank you. I worked really hard on it. That's the end of the episode. Yeah. That was weird as hell, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this feels very much like something you'd watch when you were high on some sort of substance. We should have been high. God damn it. What were we damn. thinking? Ugh. Like I have access to weed. <laughs> we're not cool enough. <laughs> okay. I've never been cool enough. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Smoke your CBD oil. <laughs> um, yeah, so how many swirling vortexes would you give this one? Eight and a half. Really? I really enjoyed it. Just because, like, there wasn't really a plot, per se. So you could just sort of enjoy the prop comedy. I did enjoy all of the very funny expressions that they were able to do. Yeah, I also enjoyed that. Yeah. Like, after Patrick did the taunting with the butt shaking, and then he was like, oh, shit, they're coming for us. He made this face where his entire like face got very small Mm -hmm. that was good like there was so much visual comedy that was very good yeah i think like sometimes we do get episodes where there's not much of a plot and they don't 
use con like they don't have enough comedy to sort of supplement that. Right. I think in this case they didn't have a lot of plot, but they made up for it plenty with the the gags. I'm I'm just gonna have to go with the six again. Mm. I I like I enjoyed a lot of it, but not enough mm-hmm. to like make up for all of the shit that they put me through. <laughs> That's fair. I may bump it down to an eight just because of the king corner, actually. True, They true. made me see feet. They made you see they feet. They made me see some very well-defined That's an feet. automatic deduction. Yes. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening to, yeah, thank <laughs> to, you. Our, to our... Um, Whatever this was. <laughs> no, whatever this is. Um, if you have a free moment and you're feeling loving, uh, you're, kindness you're feeling, in your heart. If you're feeling charitable. <laughs> you might swing by iTunes or your preferred podcatcher of choice. Give us and, a quick little rating. Yeah, a rating, a review. We appreciate the feedback. Yeah. I know some people do like songs or poems or something for people that do that. We're probably not ever going to do that because we're not that creative. Um, I can write a bad poem. Maggie could write a bad poem for you (laughs) if that entices you. Um, I could also write a bad poem if you give us a rating or a review. (laughs) Perfect. Follow us at Bob Snobs Pod on Twitter, where we try to update it regularly. With yeah, semi regularly. With the happenings. So, you will know now that this episode is coming late. Sorry that this episode is late. It's Pride weekend. We got a lot of pride to do. Yeah. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Happy late Pride. Yeah, this is going to be also celebrating my birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, Sean. Happy gay birthday. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, And that's going to do it for us, I think. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Please join us two weeks from now, possibly. Yeah. When we watch something SpongeBob related. Something SpongeBob related. And as always, fuck Mr. Krabs. Fuck Mr. Krabs. Mr. Krabs.